If you are in a diet mentality and you're literally limiting your calories to the point where your body thinks it's in starvation mode, that is a problem. Um, we don't want to create that kind of environment. We want your body to be burning efficiently. Hi, I'm Maria, otherwise known as the Fit Foodie. I'm a chef, holistic nutritionist, author, inventor, and mom. And I want to welcome you to my podcast. It's called Recipes for Your Best Life. And with every episode, I'm peeling back the onion on fitness, nutrition, health, wellness, and family. The truth is you're the chef of your life. And for every important pillar, there's a great recipe worth sharing. So every week we'll explore them together. Think of it as food for thought that you can really sink your teeth into. So join me and let's squeeze the joy out of this life because you only get one. Can I get a fork, yeah? Well, friends, it's official. We're about to enter summer. And while it might not be exactly like the summers you remember prior to 2020, it's gonna get pretty darn close. Places are opening up, concerts are happening, events are happening, street fairs are happening, life is resuming. Now, you may be looking at yourself going, well, what about the COVID-15 that I gained? Okay, I feel you and there is no judgment here, but I wanna help you because the truth is you're not gonna feel like doing a whole lot of much if you don't feel good about yourself. So getting back out there, enjoying what the summer has to offer and beyond really depends on you being ready for it. So today I'm gonna to talk about 10 things that could be sabotaging your ability to lose weight. And I want you to really, really pay close attention to each and every one of these things because it is not a one and done. It's not one thing. There's no one silver bullet. There's not one pill you're going to take that's going to make the difference. There's not one habit you're going to adopt that will make the weight burn off your body. It's really a combination and a sum of the 10. So stick with me. I'm going to try and make this short and sweet, but it's really, really important. And if you are enjoying this, I would love for you to share it with a friend or family member because, hey, you want to go do things and you want to bring your friends with you. And if everybody's on board and doing it, you're all going to feel better together. So let's get cracking. The number one thing is that you have to change this mentality of, I can just burn it off. Let me explain. So we eat food and we burn food. And in that process, we create a caloric burn. And that is basically a measurement of heat, the heat that it takes for your body to burn those calories. So those calories are not just calories, they are information. And every bite you take either builds the house or breaks it down. It can either increase inflammation or lower it. And it can either lend itself to disease or help to prevent it. So the thought that you can just eat a couple extra ding-dongs and then go burn it off at the gym is not quite the right mentality. The right mentality really starts with a clean plate one that is heavy 
with lots of non-starchy produce, the all-you-can-eat buffet that I talk about in my book, Eat Like You Give a Fork, The Real Dish on Eating to Thrive. Because if you start from that place, you won't be hungry. Those foods are so full of fiber. I double-dog dare you to eat a pound of broccoli. I mean, it's just not gonna happen, but you could. You could eat as much of it as you want, and it doesn't stop there. You're balancing it with good quality, slow-burning carbohydrates, fat and protein. And so starting from a place of power and and a balanced plate is going to do you so much better than this binge and purge mentality that so many people have. Your girl is going to tell it to you straight. So I hope you don't mind that I'm not sugarcoating this, but I think people just want to sell gym memberships and personal training memberships and books when they tell you that you can eat whatever you want and just burn it off. It's just, it's not physically possible. And the truth is that cookie that you only think is like a couple hundred calories, it's usually more like four or 500 calories. And that requires pretty serious activity, like running for an hour. Um, and I don't know about you, but if I've already run for an hour, I don't necessarily want to run for another hour. Now, there's always a place to be able to eat a few extra calories, and that's, and that's called metabolic flexibility, exercising your metabolism. Again, I talk about that a lot in my book, and you can balance that with an intermittent fast. So some days you're eating less, and some days you're eating more, and then you're training your body not to level off or, or plateau like we talk about in the world of fitness. So just starting from a place of a clean plate, a balanced plate, instead of I can just burn it off. Number two is not drinking enough water. Now, this is really, really high on the list because first of all, thirst can disguise itself as hunger. So you could just simply be thirsty. I mean, a lot of the times it happens where you'll eat a meal and an hour later you're like, wow, I could really use a snack. Well, it's probably not because you're hungry. You're probably dehydrated. And every metabolic function requires hydration. Good old H2O. Um, Your cells are largely water your you know metabolic functions just being able to eat being able to eliminate waste move toxins out of your body all of those things me just sitting here talking to you today is requiring hydration so not drinking enough water can really sabotage your attempts to lose weight now what's the rule of thumb the rule of thumb is to take your weight in pounds cut that number in half and drink that many ounces per day in clear liquids. What doesn't count as a clear liquid is vodka. (laughs) What doesn't count as a clear liquid is Sprite. Um, Really try and embrace H2O, water, water, water. And if you need to fancy up your water, fine. Add some fresh citrus to it. Add some herbs, some mint, some basil, maybe even a couple berries to infuse some flavor. I'm a big fan of raw apple cider vinegar, You get the mother in there. It helps with your gut health, your microbiome, which is where so much of your ability to lose weight lies and build your immunity, by the way. Um, And if that tastes kind of harsh to you, no problem. You can just add a little bit of sweetener, maybe a stevia packet or just kind of enjoy the taste. I think a little bitterness is a good thing. Uh, When you can enjoy a bitter, sour flavor, 
it opens up a whole new world of taste buds that don't really crave salt or sugar anymore. So give it a go. But the whole point is to drink enough water. And I like to have got sitting right in front of me, a water bottle. Um, I'm really loving sparkling water these days. So I'm mixing regular still water with sparkling water and adding a little squeeze of lemon from my tree outside um, and alternating that with a raw apple cider vinegar. And you might wanna do the same. So just make sure you've got a bottle in front of you and you know how many ounces you're getting every day. So you keep stuff moving. Food in, waste out. Toxicity, bad. Um, once you start building toxic waste in your body, it's going to be really, really, really hard to lose weight. Your hormones will be out of whack. Your fatty tissue will be screaming from the burden. It's just not a good scenario. So get that hydration in on the regular. Number three is not eating enough. I know. Well, you just told me that I'm not supposed to eat this stuff because I can't just burn it off. And now you're telling me I don't eat enough. Well, here's the thing. If you are in a diet mentality and you're literally limiting your calories to the point where your body thinks it's in starvation mode, that is a problem. Um, we don't want to create that kind of environment. We want your body to be burning efficiently. So especially in the early stages of weight loss, if you're going, you know, all day without eating, you're not following a safe intermittent fasting approach. Um, and then when you do eat, you're just eating whatever and not really thinking about what it's contributing to your body from a nutrient density perspective, then that is a dangerous formula. Um, the ideal scenario is that you're eating regularly I like to do every three to four hours and space your meals out so that you're having what I call mini meals, three to 500 calories during your meals instead of sitting down and like eating the all you can eat buffet at every meal. The, the big problem with that approach is you're going to feel weighted down. So the idea of going and exercising or being active is not going to sound very appealing to you. Taking a nap, will. <laughs> and so eating enough means getting your balance of macronutrients and also eating in regular intervals, but eating smaller meals. And I'm telling you, I've seen it over and over again. I see the weight peel off because people are focusing on making the calories count instead of counting the calories. And by the way, alcohol that you're drinking is not helping. So if you're eating well and you're hydrating well and you're not gorging on junk, but you're drinking a lot, that is going to sabotage too. So really watch out for the alcohol, especially as you are embarking on your weight loss journey. Uh, I know that sounds pretty logical, but I think people forget that wine is alcohol. <laughs> I live in California where people drink wine like it's water. Well, it's really not, and your body doesn't process it that way. So just watch your calories. Um, there are some companies out there that are doing low to zero sugar wines, which is fine. You can indulge in that every once in a while. But if your goal is weight loss, it's probably not a recommended thing to do every day. The next point, number four, is sleep. If you're not getting enough sleep, you're not giving your body a chance to rest. 
and rest is where you're rebalancing your hormones, you're lowering cortisol, and you're giving your body a chance to just recover from the day. And also, there have been extensive studies done monitoring um, glucose or blood sugar and how, of course, that's a precursor to diabetes and insulin resistance. And when people do not sleep enough, it does not allow their bodies to regulate those systems, which could lead to weight gain. So it's really, really important to get regular sleep. I love when people are like, well, I'll just sleep when I'm dead. Well, if you want the fast track to that destination, then don't sleep. I mean, it's that important. And um, one other thing about sleep is that there are two neurotransmitters, ghrelin and leptin. And one promotes hunger. So ghrelin, think of like you know, ghrelin like little gremlins that are going, eat, eat that, eat that. And then leptin, that's like the smart little angel on your shoulder going, do you really need that? I think you're full. And they like to battle each other. And when you sleep, those come to balance. The body naturally increases and decreases those levels at night um, so that you're not needing it. And if you're one of those people who's like, well, I need my midnight snack, you are not eating right during the day or you're not hydrating or you simply are trained to do that and it's time to stop. That getting up in the middle of the night is really affecting your ability to lose weight on so many different levels, I, I can't even tell you. Um, so it's a good idea once the kitchen is closed, the kitchen is closed and try and avoid eating too late in the evening before you go to bed. So um, those are all conducive to wreaking havoc on your body if you're not getting them in order. Plus, here's what happens after you've slept late or haven't gotten enough sleep. And I personally can speak to this from experience, especially when I was in my early 20s, you wake up feeling hungover, even if you haven't had anything to drink. Your body is just tired and you make dumb decisions when you're tired. Let's face it, I told you I'm gonna tell it like it is, but you make dumb decisions. You're like, oh, I'm tired, I'm just gonna drink this energy drink and get me going that's got like 45 grams of added sugar and caffeine that's going to dehydrate you or you know you you just you crave carbs because you just need a kickstart to your body and it needs to, needs the bad carbs not the good carbs it wants a donut you know <laughs> wants something sugary to get it going that's what happens when you don't sleep enough 7 to 8 hours a day and try not to sleep too late the recommendation is to try and get into your your REM sleep no later than 11.30 at night. So that means falling asleep like around 10, 10.30 if you can. And uh, sleep will do a body good. The next one is that you don't chew your food slowly enough. Are you a Homer Simpson? Like you can gulp down a donut in a single in a single bite. If you are one of those people, I urge you to just slow your roll. If you can just honor the time that you take to eat food, to chew it slowly, to taste it without distractions, without technology, you will see the difference. When your mama said, "Don't 
you know, don't eat so fast. It wasn't just about choking. It was about this. It was about the idea that if you slow down, not only will you digest your food more properly, because a lot of that digestion happens in your saliva, in your mouth, you'll also eat less because you'll feel fuller. You know, if you're gulping down your food in five minutes, well, you don't really feel full until 20 minutes later. So you're ready for plate number two, five minutes in. Well, your body hasn't registered that yet. So try and slow down, chew slowly, chew thoroughly, especially carbohydrates, and try and eat with someone. Studies show that you eat 25 to 30% fewer calories if you eat with someone. First of all, you don't wanna look like, you know, a, a straight up pig uh, chowing your food, like with basically, you know, food all over your face. And you are going to enjoy conversation. You're gonna engage with the person and you're going to, by nature, slow down and be a little bit more civilized. <laughs> you're eating. Look, I've been there. I know sometimes we get hungry. We in the car, we eating, and we don't want anybody to see us because we look like a Neanderthal. I, I feel you. I've been there. But the goal is to try not to do that, especially if weight loss is your objective. So chew your food slowly. Slow your roll. Honor that time with your food. It is your life force. It is giving you life. Honor it. Honor it. Honor it. Okay, the next one is, I can get all the nutrition I need from food. Now, I know this is gonna raise some eyebrows, but bear with me. Have you ever wondered, is rinsing my produce with the water that comes out of the sink that I don't even drink enough to really clean it? Well, then you're one of the smartest people I know. Cause you're absolutely right, it's not enough. That's why we created the only all-natural and patented line of food wash and wipes, and it's called Eat Cleaner. It's tasteless, odorless, and lab-tested, and it removes up to 99.9% .9 of the residue that water can't, including pesticides, wax, soil, and junk that can carry bacteria that can really make you sick. Plus, we formulated it to help extend the shelf life of your fresh produce too, and that'll save you money. When your berries are lasting up to 10, 12 days, you know that's a good thing. It helps your produce last up to five times longer using a natural blend of fruit acids and antioxidants. So there's no chemicals, it's just clean eating fun. And this can help save your family an average of over $500 per year. Make it easy on yourself, reduce waste, and get that fruit and veggies into your body where it's gonna do you a lot of good and not in the trash. Check us out eatcleaner.com or head to our Amazon store at amazon.com forward slash eatcleaner. Here's the deal. Food is your main source of nutrition. There is no question. We should be eating whole foods every single day foods that are easily recognized in nature and not processed to a place where we don't know what it is anymore. That's, that's the truth. However, modern day agricultural practices are showing that number one, our 
soil is so deprived of nutrients. So a lot of our food is missing probiotics, all of those great gut bacteria and nutrients. Added into that, you've got food that's traveling all over the world that by the time it gets to us, it's lost a lot of its nutrient content, especially when it comes to water-soluble vitamins like vitamin C. So what's a guy or gal to do? Well, I am not ashamed to say that supplements are a big part of my everyday. I take a probiotic that's got 34 different strains of bacteria because studies do show that if you don't, not only are if you're deprived of probiotics, but also different strains of the probiotics that it can lead to all kinds of issues, including an inability to lose weight, to regulate your hormones. Um, there are studies that show that people with schizophrenia and uh, personality disorders were missing these invaluable probiotics. And when they received them, a lot of these things started to get better, these conditions, even cured, which is amazeballs to me. So that is really, really important. Um, I take a, you know, uh, just a regular multivitamin that is plant-based and food-based that's got everything that I need in it. I take collagen. I'm a huge fan of collagen, especially if you're above the age of 35, your body really kind of stops producing it. And it's essential to your joints, your um, connective tissue, to your skin, your hair, your nails. Um, you can start to see, you know, the effects of age and gravity on skin sagging. Um, I tore my ACL last year playing basketball and tennis with my family and then decided I didn't want to get surgery and instead really bulked up on the collagen and weight-bearing exercises. And I am proud to say that a year, almost a year and a half later, I can run, I can jump, I can box, I can do all the things that I was doing before, although I'm very uh, aware and cautious about playing tennis. Um, and I do that because I have those supplements in my life, especially the collagen. Um, I also recently just started taking a glucosamine, chondroitin, and MSM supplement that has hyaluronic acid with collagen in it for joint health and mobility. And I really, really am loving that. It's great. It works really, really well. Um, I noticed that my nails are growing like crazy. Literally, I look like Dragon Lady right now because my nails are so long and I decided not to cut them. I just want to see how long they get just for fun because they have never been this long in my life. So it's just interesting to see. I haven't changed anything with my diet, just with my supplements. So I'm a living experiment to what they can do, but they do a lot. Um, I also take CBD regularly. I take the non-THC kind. It helps, quote, soften the edges, as I like to say. Um, it helps me deal with the stresses of life, and they contain essential omega-3 fatty acids along with a myriad of other pain-relieving um, uh, chemicals that are natural, and it just helps me manage through my day and not stress so much. And I do take it in the morning and again at night. So that helps me a lot. And I take a few other things. If you want to learn a little bit more about all the things that I take, I will connect in the show notes 
in the show notes, uh, an article that I wrote that's on our blog at eatcleaner.com about what I take. Now it could help you and it may not help you, but I'm just saying, if you're only counting on your food, you may be unpleasantly surprised. There are things that I do believe that are hard to get from food alone, just because of the condition of our food, unless you are literally raising everything that you eat yourself and monitoring your mineral levels on a regular basis, I just say, why not protect yourself with a little more ammunition? Just make sure that the supplements that you're taking are good quality or else you're just going to pee them out. All right. The next one that I want to talk about is hormones. Now, let me just pause for a second. Hormones are something that we all have. And I think we kind of just belittle them sometimes. We're like, oh, she's hormonal because she has her period. Or he's hormonal because he's a teenager. Or she's hormonal because she's going through menopause. No, 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 no. We need to, we, we need to stop this kind of talk. We are walking hormones at every turn of life, at every phase of life. And if our hormones are out of whack, I don't care if you're five or 65 or 95, they can wreak havoc on your health. Um, And at certain life stages, they have a tendency to get out of whack even further. So if you have tried everything, you have eaten properly, you are exercising without creating too much added stress on your body, you're sleeping enough, you're supplementing, you're drinking enough, you're doing all the things and you cannot lose a pound, it's time to get a hormone test. Um, I interviewed a wonderful source on this. And again, I will refer you to the show notes um, for Dr. Amina. And she talked extensively about saliva testing. I think this is a really wonderful way for you to just get your finger on the pulse of what your hormone balance looks like. You will find out very easily if your testosterone is out of whack, your estrogen is out of whack, your progesterone is out of whack, or any other myriad of hormones that help you fly the plane. If they are not balanced, you are not going to easily lose weight. Um, that also goes for your thyroid. So everything is connected in that realm. So having a simple saliva test can answer a lot of questions for you. Uh, There are other types of tests, but Dr. Amina says that the saliva test is the most effective and I believe her. So give that a go and just make sure that you are in check. In fact, I think we should just do this on the regular. I mean, what's it going to hurt? If, especially if you are in perimenopausal or menopausal um, phase of life, perhaps you have gone through some trauma in your life where your hormones are out of whack or any other myriad of things that can affect your hormones. Why not do that regularly just as another checkpoint? So that's another thing that may be sabotaging your ability to lose weight. Another point is toxicity. Now, every day we are exposed to toxic chemicals. It's in the air, it's in the water, it's in our clothing, it's in the food. I mean, it's literally all around us. And we don't live in bubbles, my friends, and nor do I urge you to live in one because that's going to really impair your ability to live a joyful life. However, every once in a while, it is a good idea to do a detox. And I like to do one quarterly. 
Um, I do one from Garden of Life. It's got a liver kidney uh, detox element to it, as well as um, some herbs and, uh, and supplements that help you eliminate waste. And it just helps you detoxify. Um, you detoxify through systems like that. You detoxify through sweat. There's a lot of research especially right now that's building around the power of infrared saunas in detoxification, something that you can take a look at. I am uh, pursuing that heavily right now as I am always looking at the, the different hacks to help accelerate great results. Um, and, you know, really the water, the water is also another way that you're detoxing. I mean, you detox through your skin which is your largest organ in a big way. So exercising, drinking water, um, eating the right foods and encouraging sweat is going to help release these toxins. Now I have heard that infrared works a little bit differently than just sweating at the gym, for example, or sweating in a sauna where it's, there's wood burning, a wood burning element to it. Um, and I will probably have an expert on the show here coming up very soon. But in the meantime, do a little bit of your own research. Those are all ways that you can accelerate the process though. And hey, I just did a mask. It's something so simple you can do for your face. Detoxify your face. It'll make you feel great. Little, little charcoal. And you can take charcoal supplements too, by the way, that will help detoxify you from the inside out. So toxicity can greatly impair your ability to lose weight. Mercury can cause it from fillings, for example. Um, if you've been exposed to a lot of agricultural toxins from food and beverages, that builds up in your fatty tissue and it's very hard to eliminate unless you take some concerted efforts to do that. So I'm just saying a toxic body can be really uh, a hazard, not only to your health, but make the burning of, uh, of weight loss uh, a real burden. So take a look at your toxicity levels. The next one is being a couch potato. Okay, I know that sounds a little harsh, but what I'm saying is, if you are of the mindset that you don't need to move, that, hey, you're just, you know, it's okay. I'm not going to move. I, I, don't, I don't need to move. I'm just going to do all these other things. All those other things are important, but moving is still important. You need it for your cardiovascular health. You need it to elevate your body temperature, which is also a trigger to help burn and stoke your metabolism, by the way. And you can, little hack, you can get that by eating spicy foods. It will temporarily spike your internal body temperature. That's why you start to sweat and your head tingles and you get all the feels and your tongue burns. Um, and there is a little, uh, a little benefit to that. I'm not going to lie, you know, add some spice to your life and you will reap the benefits. But exercise does that as well. Plus, you know, being able to work your muscles, release toxins that way is very important than flushing them out with water. So get that exercise going. You'll release endorphins. You'll feel better. You'll, you'll want to get out there into the world again because you'll feel that joy from the high that you get from working out. I just joined a boxing, a kickboxing gym here recently in my area. And let me tell you something, 
that little high that I get afterwards, priceless. Don't need a drug for that. Just need to move your body. You'll feel vital. You'll feel more energy. And even if you're in a place where you're like, oh, I'm so tired. I just, I don't have the energy to exercise. Just start with five minutes, okay? Start with five minutes. Feel okay? Add another five minutes. Feel okay? Add another five minutes. Do it in baby steps. You don't have to conquer the whole marathon. Most people won't in their lifetime. And that's all right. That is not going to earn you a badge of honor in any way, shape, or form. Just maintaining good cardiovascular health, doing some muscle resistance training, weight-bearing exercises, some squats, some sit-ups, some push-ups, all those things go a long way. It doesn't have to be hard on your system. So get into an exercise routine and schedule it on your calendar so you're doing it regularly. Just make it a priority. And number 10, the last one is you are feeling emotional. And let me just start by saying, I feel you. It has been a rough road on so many levels. We have had so many interruptions. We have had so many new pressures to deal with. If you're a parent, you've had to homeschool, you've had to figure out how to do Zoom efficiently and keep the kids out of the room and not have your dog barking and have the sleep out of your eyes to do it. You know, there's a lot that's changed. Our new normal is not so easy. It's not easy to adopt all these habits and to do it so suddenly. So I feel that emotional stress. I'll tell you, a month after COVID began, well, first of all, I was a newlywed. So married for three weeks when the lockdown happened, had moved my family from Orange County to uh, north of Los Angeles in a new merged family with seven of us. And, you know, excuse my language, but ish hit the fan. I mean, a lot happened all at once and my body went into all kinds of hormonal distress. And I won't bore you with all the details, but girl felt it. And that's when I tore my ACL too. So I am a firm believer your emotional state also has a lot to do with your hormones. And it also has a lot to do, again, with your ability to lose weight. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to create your own manifesto for feeling joy every day. And this is going to at least kickstart your emotional well-being. And I am going to preface this by saying I am not a doctor. So if you have a severe emotional issue that you're dealing with, or you just are past this point, you need to seek medical help by all means, and do not be ashamed to do it. It's required for you. But if you're just feeling the doldrums, you're just feeling sad, you're just feeling moody, then here's your joy protocol. Number one, you need to start the day in gratitude. The fact that we're all here listening to this means that you are leaps and bounds above and beyond blessed and more opportunity is at your fingertips than over 95% of the world. So that is number one, gratitude. Number two is to spend some time in either prayer 
or just voicing your own thoughts on paper, okay? And what this means is just journaling. Being able to, to write a few sentences down about what your place in life, how you feel, what is motivating you, all of the good stuff is. And there is something cognitive about putting that pen to paper that really, really makes a difference. I don't need you to write a journal. I just need you to write a few sentences. What you want to accomplish for the day, how you're feeling in that moment, what you're grateful for. So you're thinking about it and then you're writing it down. Number three is making sure you're prioritizing your food and setting yourself up for success. We created a whole line of products for you called Eat Cleaner to help you get all of your meal prep done so that your fruits and veggies are washed, they're safe, they're toxin-free, and they're ready to go. Um, I also have lots of resources for you for recipes and meal plans and ways to get strategic in the kitchen so you're not spending all day there, but you are spending 20 to 30 minutes to get some things ready for the week. That's all I ask just a few things. So pulling together meals is a lot easier. And then you're scheduling your workouts, you're scheduling exercise, you're putting it on your calendar, you're starting with 10 minutes, five minutes, even you're working your way up and hopefully achieving at least 30 to 60 minutes of movement, some sort of movement, every single day. And it doesn't have to be a gut-wrenching workout every day. I do want you to kind of get your blood pumping though, feel feel the heat, feel the burn, feel, feel a little bit of release, but that could even just be fast walking. And then finally, just rest. Make sure that you're giving yourself a chance to rest. And sometimes that means saying no. I know you're an overachiever, okay? You're listening to me. You're listening to a podcast, which the majority of people don't do, but you're a smart cookie. You're an overachiever. You're somebody that is in pursuit of better health. You want to do better in the world. So I get you. You want to please people and you want to make them happy and you want to do all the things, but sometimes saying no is the best thing that you can do for yourself. So not getting too tense, not getting too upset or wound up. I need to take that example. And giving yourself that that barrier, that cushion to be able to protect your priorities at every turn. What do you think about that? With that, I need to take a sip of water. I hope this gave you a lot of food for thought on my top 10 ways to help get ready for the best summer. And I think a summer that we're all really grateful for, have a lot of gratitude for, that we can start getting out and doing things again um, and to do it feeling your best. If this has been helpful, I'd love to hear from you. Make sure you drop me a line, Maria at eatcleaner.com, or you can just send me a message on Instagram or Facebook. Our handle is at eat cleaner. And hey, don't forget you are a rock star. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I know you have a lot of choices out there of what to listen to, what to watch. So it means a lot to me that you're here with me. And hey, if you love this content, would you hit the subscribe button? I want you around. I don't want you to just show up for one episode and leave. I want you here, part of the conversation, a seat at this table. And while you're at it, would you share this with your friends and family? And if you take a screenshot and share it on your social media with a hashtag, 
R-F-Y-B-L for Recipes for Your Best Life. I'll make sure to personally give you a shout out and you may just be featured right here on the show. So until next time, here's to living deliciously and being the chef of your best life.